Uh, hello, my loves. It is hour two, hourly with Bowerly, News Radio 930 WBEN. Um, I, I say my loves because I've told you guys lately that uh, as a talk show host, I realized relatively recently that you and I, we have a relationship. No, we have a relationship. And sometimes it's really awesome. And then sometimes we go through slumps, and then sometimes, and then it's awesome again. It's like any other human relationship you're ever going to have. And like any good relationship, this is symbiotic. I get more out of you than you get out of me, but I can take what you do and steal it, make it my own, and then give the perception that I'm doing more than I really am. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go over everything we're talking about, and I still can't believe I'm talking about the ice storm, but it's having lingering effects here in western New York. Now, Josh Schmidt is at Master Control, and uh, Josh chimes in when he has something to contribute, and I mentioned the ice that is falling off of vehicles. I saw that happen this morning on the way home from the pre-surgical clear uh, and uh, what happened to you there, Josh? Yeah, I was actually driving home last night, and uh, you know it's a little bit of a late night. I needed some waking up, and boy, I got it. I was behind—I don't even know what kind of car. I can't really remember, but two. This giant sheet of ice flew off the car, and it's like everything went in slow motion. And there are things that I can't say on the air that I said, and you? two giant chunks of ice hit the driver's side and the passenger side wind of the windshield at the same time and it sound i i don't even know how to describe the sound cuz i've never heard something like that before but probably the closest thing i could you know compare it to would be like a hammer hitting plexiglass oh and it was so loud cuz we were i mean we were on the throughway we we're going like you know 55 60 miles an hour and it it just i i literally like i slowed right down like i there was no one behind me luckily and cuz i you know, hammered the brakes. I, I got scared and I was like, wow, like I hope my windshield isn't cracked. I hope I, I couldn't see any immediate damage, but it really wakes you up. That's for sure. And I, I and you know, driving in yesterday, I was seeing this happen all the time oh, and, yeah. and I was like, oh, like, you know, whatever. They're just little chunks of ice. What, what can they do? And then that happened to me and I was like, wow, now I see what they can do. So it's pretty scary, actually. Well, I'm glad that you at least went home to uh, change into some different pants. Yeah, good uh, thing. I, I wish I wore brown pants yesterday. Yes, but. I was going to say. I, uh, I, I uh, actually, uh, many years ago, had nothing to do with ice, but I'd been an 18-wheeler that uh, busted a nut, and the nut came up and uh, nailed a headlight, you know, fractured it. Uh, I actually pulled up alongside the truck, got the name, the number of the truck, called the company, said, look, here's what, they actually paid for the headlight. So I thought that was pretty cool. A local grocery chain did that, and I thought that was super cool because uh, I had no proof, no evidence. Just hey, here's what happened. I'm not gonna. What am I gonna do? Lie to somebody for two hundred bucks? I'm not gonna lie for two twenty thousand bucks. What am I gonna do for two hundred? All right, uh, thank you, Josh Schmidt. Yeah, maybe that happened to you. So if you are just joining us, I've got a whole list of stuff that you can talk about today. Uh, first of all. Um, if you are in any kind of a traffic delay because of detours, like I was on North Forest because I couldn't go on Sheridan Drive today, took several cycles of the light to make it through, uh, you want to tell us what is closed and what it's doing to you, uh, you can use me as a pin cushion for your words. Just make sure they're FCC compliant, please. That's fine. Um, also, um, those of you who do a lot of walking for a living. I'm thinking letter carriers, food delivery people, um, people who work for a major delivery company or two, like uh, Amazon, FedEx, UPS. I was thinking, you people, you men and women, and the letter carriers, you have the toughest job in the world right now 
because every single stop you make, you are taking your life into your hands walking up driveways. And I want to know what you do about that. And in keeping with that, I'm allowing you to name the products you use to put on the bottom of your boots that give you extra traction on the ice. So far, people have said creepers. One dude uses creepers. Another, stable icers, stable icers. Uh, which worked great at the train yard in Chictawaga, where he had to go today. Uh, if you have taken a tumble or somebody you know has taken a tumble and has uh, fractured something, you want to tell us the story, that's fine. Um, and if you're still out of power, I would like to know where and for how long. And is, is it true that the people on Hudson Road and Orchard Park are having to wait to be put back online because of some union issue where the union that works with NYSEG will not allow the non-union people who are subcontracting to NYSEG to do work. Is that truth or is that myth? I don't know. And if you don't know, I know you're listening to News Radio 930 WBEN, but uh, I'm one of those rare people uh, who is actually pro-union and a union member myself. But I like to see people thinking with common sense at, at the same time. Um, so these are some of the things uh, of which we are speaking. Anybody else uh, have a windshield incident with the uh, breaking off of ice from the vehicle in front of you? Saw that happen a couple of times today, a couple of times yesterday. Fortunately, I was keeping a fine following distance, so it wasn't an issue. Had a lady called in yesterday who had a windshield broken by giant uh, wing of ice that had broken off a truck and the pointy part hit and broke the windshield. And guys, this is the last thing I thought I was going to be doing today, but you lead, I follow. Uh, be an idiot not to. Phone number is 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's get back to the calls and Oh, a lot of people want to get in on this. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. Here is uh, Rick in uh, Tonawanda. Rick, you are on WBEN, and you, sir, have some suggestions on how we can gain some traction even on this ice rink that is western New York right now. Yeah, how you doing, Tom? I'd like to start out by uh, wishing you luck with your procedure next week. Uh, I'll say a prayer for you. Well, when I come back, I'm going to be identifying as a woman. I just want you to know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I am not. Uh, it, yes, thank thank you very much. I'm in very good hands. I'm a retired uh, lineman for National Grid, and the stabilizers are nice, but they're kind of clunky. Um, there's another one, another product called Ice Ease, which is I-C-E hyphen E-E-Z-E, which is like a rubber that goes over the toe of your boot and over the heel. And it's more suited for, like, a work boot type situation, but it's got little titanium spikes. Mm. We used to use those on the roof because it won't do any damage to the shingles because the depth of the titanium spike is actually so small, it gives you traction. In fact, I was just using those out in the driveway now. But But you only have the extra cleats, if you will, at the tip of the shoe? No. There's six of them on the ICs. Then you have what I think is the best product. They're called Neos, N-E-O-S. And what they are is it's actually like an overshoe. Uh, have you, like, remember the galoshes you used to wear of course. in elementary school? Of course. They're like that, but they're made out of a nylon, a waterproof nylon. 
and they Velcro on with a clip and you just cinch them on. And then at the top, they come up about 10 inches and it has an elastic thing you pull and it's got one of those little ball stops on it. And on the bottom, it has little Allen head screws, similar to like the guy said a couple of weeks ago, the ice fisherman that was screwing them into his boots. Yeah, yeah. It comes with a T-handle wrench that puts these Allen screws. There's 16 of them that go around the perimeter of the boot. I used to just put like three in my toe and two in my heel, and they would work fine, you know, if you slip forward or slip back. But if you want to for maximum, like if you were an ice fisherman, I've worn slippers inside these. They come in uh, insulated and non-insulated, but you can just wear your sneakers. But, you know, the, the thing with the with the Neos, as I read the description online, it seems like this would be something that you would put on but not want to take off all the time. It, it doesn't sound like they're convenient to take on and take off, it, like there's some work involved every time you want to put them on. No. Actually, you, you just slip them on, you take the Velcro, and there's a little clip. And it just clips in, and then you just pull the elastic strap at the back of the uh, nylon. Oh, okay. All right. You can walk through deep snow, and the snow won't get inside them. Uh, Velcro is Velcro is my thing. Did you ever try yak tracks? Tim Wenger is a big fan of yak tracks. I've never tried those. I've heard of them. I mean, I had old school actual spikes that used to go on the heel of, like, your Rockies or your Wolverine boots. And... They were really aggressive. I mean, these were like three-quarter inch spikes. <laughs> so I was always afraid I was going to hurt myself with them. If I ever did fall and I, I got the inside of my calf or something, it was almost like the climbers we used to climb the poles. Oh. So, okay, of, of everything you mentioned, the Ice E's, the Neos, um, which would you prefer? What do you think most people would get the most benefit out of with greater ease of use? If you're wearing a, work, a pair of work boots, I would go with the Icy's. Um, I, I would imagine they still make them. Uh, but those, you need like an uh, aggressive sole on the shoe. You can't like put them on a sneaker or anything like that. Um, the Neos, I would suggest those because I just sit on the back stairs in my back hall and they take me probably 30 seconds to put on. Yep. And as I said, I've I've worn a pair of slides inside them. I've worn a pair of slippers, a pair of moccasins, sneakers. Moccasins? And they're warm. Moccasins, mm-hmm. sir? I was not expecting that word to be used today. Yeah, they still do make the uh, Ice Ease shoe covers. And what you want to do when you look up these products is put the word shoe covers after the product name. W- was there another one that you wanted to recommend to people? No, no, the stabilizers, those those were a storeroom item. The Neos and the, the Icy's were the, pretty much did whatever I wanted. And, and like I say, the Icy's were, you could even walk on a roof and not do damage on the roof. Where the Neos, I don't know if I'd really want to go on a roof, you know, because we had to go on roofs from sure. time to time to help people's services and that. Hey, just a, a question as, as somebody who uh, used, used to be a lineman for National Grid, and I'm not trying to diss anybody who works for National Grid, but how come National Grid seems to get people back online faster than NYSEG? Is it a question of the service areas being different with maybe less trees? Uh, can you isolate any reason why? Is it Are there more NYSEG customers than National Grid? 
I know National Grid is very proactive as far as getting people on the property. A lot of times we used to call it they pushed a panic button. There were times that I marshaled in Albany where we drove down there and the storm didn't materialize. And they were willing to pay us a premium rate to go out of town. I mean, I've been all over the East Coast. I've been down to Florida. I've been to Puerto Rico um, working hurricanes and things of that nature. But they they tend to marshal people and... A lot of times they're, they're spending money for something that doesn't materialize, where I think uh, Iberdola, which is a parent company of uh, NYSEG, I think they got a little tighter purse strings. I, I'm just speculating. I've never worked for NYSEG. I've worked in their territory as right. basically as a contractor from National Grid, mutual aid type situation. You know, I've worked in Penelec territory, Con Ed territory. Uh, Florida Power and Lighting, Duke oh, yeah. Energy. You've, you've been around in Puerto Rico. You mentioned that before. Anything else uh, we need to know as consumers of electricity? Um, eh, I, I sent you my uh, email and my phone number a couple weeks ago when I called about Sean Ryan calling about national fuel gas. If you, if you ever have any questions, uh, particular questions, feel free to send me an email or Drop me a text, and you know, I, I have to be careful with what I say over the air. I understood. Know? All right, thank you. I, I appreciate the call very much. Thank you so much. Uh, there is uh, Rick, Rick in uh, Tonawanda. Uh, by the way, um, the Broadway Barn. Um, one of these days, I hope to get to the Broadway Barn because I've heard from certain people that the working conditions at the Broadway Barn are, let me just say this, less than ideal. I may have some photographs from inside, but I didn't get the um, uh, the uh, agreement that I could post them on the Facebook page. Uh, so if you are, you know, you want to sneak me in some night, late at night, I'll wear a mask so the security camera can't catch me and I'll get some pictures. Just saying, I'm up night. You know, I'm just saying. Here is uh, Dottie in uh, Clarence on uh, WBEN. Dottie, uh, we have a lot on the agenda related to uh, the storm. What do you have for us? Okay. Hi, Tom. This is actually Dottie from Lockport. I don't know why I said Clarence. Um, I was out doing Meals on Wheels, delivering them with my individuals today, and it was one heck of a chore to get them in and out of the van because of all the ice. It was terrible. And the second thing I want to talk about, we were driving down Millersport, near North Forest, yeah. and a tow cover on a pickup truck ahead of me, a sheet of ice come flying off airborne, and I had to zoom to the to the right of this object coming towards the van. And that happened twice today. Whoa. It was horrible. It, it was a big old sheet of ice? Huge. I couldn't believe how big this thing was. But that shows very I fast mean, reactions by, uh, by you. I was really surprised. I just right onto the shoulder of the road and went right by me. And you know, when I, when, I was talking, when I was talking about all those people who do deliveries, because walking on people's driveways right now, walking on sidewalks is absolutely hellish. I had to stop off someplace today, and I'm glad I was wearing my winter clodhopper boots, but I don't have any of these yak tracks or ice ease or anything on them. Uh, but we had, we had nothing. I had four individuals, high-functioning individuals. 
but I still had to help each and every one of them. It was just crazy. But everybody got their food from uh, Amherst Meals on Wheels. That's all we cared about. Well, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Did you uh, did you happen to uh, lose anybody's meals with a nasty fall? No, we never do that. No, hey, it would be easy to – nobody could blame you today. It's terrible out there. I tell you one time a couple of years ago, uh, it was in what, summertime, and I dropped somebody's meal and it landed face up. And a meatball came rolling out across the parking lot. <laughs> That's all it ever did. <laughs> meatball. one less meatball. <laughs> did, did you put up uh, lost meatball signs on telephone poles in the area? Lost oh, meatball. Reward. Oh, it was great. No, but it was just a lot of the uh, the buildings, the apartments were the problem, not the private homes. Well, no problem private homes. Well, I mean, many of you who do Meals on Wheels um, tend to be on the older side of 50 or 60 yourself, so you got to use extra yeah, caution. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I am on the older side of 60. Yeah. I mean, you got to you got to be really careful. Um, sure. Thank you so much, Dottie. Uh, I appreciate oh, you your call. Go. Glad you were able to avoid uh, the sheets of ice. Oh, I did. Twice. All right, my I'm love. Thank you. <laughs> thank you kindly. Uh, I'm going to continue taking calls on this. I'll restate the many and sundry topics that we're covering today. This is one of those days I will actually let you name product names for the whatever you are wearing on the bottom of your shoes right now that are giving you extra traction on the ice. I've got really nice winter boots. I've had them for several years. They've got about as good attraction as you're going to find on boots, but they're not enough to deal with the ice. So... Personally, I'm considering buying one of these that you guys recommend. I was with a very supple young woman last night, who and Nubile, who had uh, them on the bottom of her boots, and she did just fine on the ice. But once she got inside um, the restaurant, she immediately took them off because they might be great on ice, but they're not so good on floors. Just saying. All right. Uh, you'll never guess who that was. Good choice, Josh Schmidt. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the show. And I'm doing something today that, well, I got to tell you, I didn't think I was going to be doing today. I did a bit of a U-turn topic-wise, but as a uh, local singer once said very famously, you know what? I'll keep singing Sweet Caroline as long as people want to hear it. And you know what? I will talk about the ice storm and related stuff for as long as you guys care, because that's what you got to do. And uh, anyway, I just I have a whole bunch of things here that are all related to the ice storm. Number one, um, my drive into work was interrupted because I could not get down Sheridan Drive, which is how I usually come. And I had to go down North Forest. And so everybody else had to go down North Forest. And I was caught in an uncomfortably long jam on North Forest to the point where I was wondering, am I going to make it to work by 2 o'clock? And I left early. So I was a little bit little bit antsy about that. Not going to lie. Blood pressure probably went up. So if you've uh, been caught in a uh, detour because they're working on utilities, uh, let us know where, how bad it is. That's fine. And again, in no way, shape, or form is that a slap at the people who are doing the utility work. We need the utility work done. But it is inconvenient, but it's not their fault. They're doing what we need them to do. Also, um, I was thinking about the fact that walking on what we have now 
And I saw two people walking on Main Street in Williamsville last night that should have had ski, uh, skates on. They were not doing well. They were walking like penguins and still. I was worried I was going to see somebody fall and break an arm or a leg or something. So what do you use on your shoes that give you superior grip on ice? We've had several products uh, called in. Ice Ease Shoe Covers, Neo's Shoe Covers, Creepers Shoe Covers, Stable Icers Shoe Covers, and uh, Tim Wenger wears Yak Tracks for running. Tim is a runner. He's training for another marathon, proving that Tim is, in fact, insane. Uh, I'm training for a marathon as well, a marathon of eating and drinking, which uh, training takes place pretty much every weeknight, but then intensifies on the weekend, uh, which is highly healthy. Uh, also, are you still out of power? If so, where are you? There are still thousands of customers, in particular of NYSEG, who are out of power. You want to call in and complain and beg for assistance, knock yourself out. Have you done a slip and fall? Have you uh, ended up in the ER or one of the urgent medical places? Because I knew yesterday they were going to have a lot of business to take care of. One And, and those of you who, uh, and the reason I bring up the whole bottom of the feet, what do you wear to gain some extra traction thing is, think about all the people who now deliver to your home. In the old days, it was pretty much letter carriers for whom I have the greatest respect. But now, Amazon drivers, FedEx people, um, UPS people, how are you managing? Because you don't just have to walk. You've got to carry, in many cases, unwieldy packages. Uh, you've you've got to be, seriously, this has got to be a very stressful time for you because everybody's driveway looks the same and everybody's front lawn looks the same in the ice-impacted area. So how you doing with your deliveries? I don't know how you're able to keep up on your schedule, which is ridiculous anyway. You deliver things for a living. They always give you more than Superman himself could do flying in the air. So I can't imagine what this does to your schedule. And Meals on Wheels people. I mean, you volunteer out of the goodness of your heart, and uh, you know senior citizens are not exactly going to be outside uh, breaking up ice. Seniors tend not to be involved in that kind of activity. And then there are some of us with certain driveways, I can't use a lot of salt. i got to be very careful with how much salt I use because I don't want to void any manufacturer warranty. I rather like my driveway. Put a lot of thought into it. They did a nice job. I recommend Unilock. Uh, anyway, 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. So basically, all of these things are on the table uh, for you to uh, to call in uh, on and add your two cents. Oh, and have you... Uh, Come close to losing a windshield because a giant wing of ice came off something in front of you. Had a lady call in yesterday who lost a windshield. Let's go to George in uh, Amherst. George, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hey, Tom. Listen, I'm, um, I'm trying to keep on topic, but you mentioned the, the Broadway barn earlier, and um, I know you're a history buff. Do you know that was the first place where they had a professional hockey games in Buffalo? I did not. It was the Buffalo Bisons, and that was the first hockey team. I think it was like 1890-something. Really? I, I had no I know, idea. I, I know, check it out, man. Google it. I know you love stuff like that. But I want to talk about um, – well, I'll be, I'll be quick. Keep me less than 30 seconds. Um, hey, your wife I'm told me. I'm a runner, me. and I wore finger 
I wear finger toe shoes. Flat, they, they like, it looks like some weird hippie thing. I, I don't, you know, I don't wear patchouli, but I wear hippie toe shoes. And um, my, my times increase like over the top. They're wearing these, they, they fit your feet like little monkey, like little monkey feet. They fit perfectly on your feet. Okay, you're going to have to. Uh, you're, you're, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm busy looking up Broadway. You're right, the Broadway Barn, Buffalo's original yeah. hockey venue. In 1910, it became yeah. the Broadway Auditorium. It hosted uh, oh, boxing cool. matches, circuses, conventions, and other events. I did not know that. So that's before the, that's before the odd, I guess. Then that's probably the precursor to the auditorium. Uh, it, I didn't know it, that. Cool. Looks, Thanks for telling well, me that. Probably the precursor to the auditorium was Ives Pond or any of these standing bodies of water we have in Western New York. Uh, but uh, that's a bit of history I did not know. And apparently, from some of the pictures I've seen, they haven't done any work on it since about 1910. Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying it might have been the last major reconstructing project. So what? what give me the spell. Okay, well, I'm, I'm I'm trying to keep you on topic, but that's also by the Michigan Street Corridor, where the um, the uh, the African American Corridor there. Um, that's right right in that same neighborhood. Fascinating part of Buffalo. Just go down there sometime after work. I know I know you work off Maple Road, but take a break someday and go down there and just check out that neighborhood. It's really cool. Well, we spent a lot of time down there in the uh, in the spring and summer and fall, as a matter of fact. Um, now, the, okay. the the product the product that you mentioned the product that you mentioned can you spell it real slowly for me because my brain doesn't work that fast. V e l c r o. Velcro. Velcro. Just plain and, um, Velcro. I mean, just just plain Velcro. You put that on the bottom of your yeah, shoes. Here, we're talking about footwear. I, I, I've got a, I've got a. Um, She's like a, a snarky thing to say about Velcro. Um, when you think of Velcro, you think of old people. Like young kids should not be wearing Velcro. They should learn how to tie their darn shoes, <laughs> just like they should learn cursive writing. I think I think it's a, that's really offensive. They, they you give kids shoes that are too easy to put on. They got to learn how to do stuff. You know, it's like a, yes, it's modern science. Now here's my next my next point. I knew a guy named Don Isley. Do you know who that is? The name actually does sound familiar. He's an astronaut. And, uh, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't. You're, you're, ta- you're, you're, you're talking a little fast for my ears to pick it up. Okay, so I, I heard Don Isley. He's a he's a what? An astronaut, the Apollo space program. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So uh, I knew the guy. Um, he's a friend of my family, and um, I'm, I'm 60, so I'm a kid. I didn't really appreciate how cool he was. In fact, most Isley uh, in Star Wars is named after him. That, that's a a Star Wars reference. Yes, yeah, so an astronaut, an astronaut, and a test pilot. Okay, now how, how does how does he tie no, 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 into? Okay, this he is a very hard Velcro. conversation to follow for old. me. This is a very hard conversation 80. to follow for me, sir. So why don't you say what you want to say? Because it's impossible for us to have a dialogue. I'll stop at this point. I apologize for that. Um, he lived to be about eighty-five years old, and he was an old man and never wore Velcro shoes. He still tied his shoes. <laughs> An astronaut never needed Velcro. Okay, but I, I'm I'm not understanding how Velcro can help with the traction in in ice like this. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I did get off topic. I apologize. Um, I, I you were, earlier were talking about people wearing easy to wear shoes, footwear. So I I'm about 30 minutes behind your conversation. I apologize for that. 
Okay. Uh, thank you, George. I, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes, guys, uh, it, it's just it, somebody whose mind goes that quickly, it's very hard for me to keep up. One minute I'm looking up the Broadway bar and hockey. The next minute I'm looking up Don Isley. The next minute I'm trying to figure out how Velcro ties into the conversation. Get it? Ties into the conversation. So I kind of lost the trail there a little bit, and I hope you'll forgive me. But as far as Velcro shoes, um, Velcro shoes can be very convenient for a lot of people who for various reasons have issues bending over, um, staying in a bent over position to tie their shoes. Um, I think, look, I agree with what the guy said, that I think every kid should learn how to tie shoes. That's a basic life skill that you need to know. I mean, God forbid anybody knows how to tie other knots. Usually we can just do the, I tied my own shoe knots. Um, But as far as Velcro, um, Velcro can be very convenient for senior citizens. It can be very uh, very convenient for people with certain disabilities. So I'm not going to – I can't really ride anybody who uses Velcro, even though I don't use Velcro myself. Um, it's, a, it's a great invention. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Velcro actually came out of the space program. I'm going to have to look that up for verification of that. But I think that's one of those little stupid things I read somewhere and then uh, put on the back burner. All right. If you are just joining us, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, I have several things that uh, you guys wanted to talk about the first hour in particular. Number one, with the walking being like it is right now and the walking absolutely sucks right now my driveway uh, i the only thing i've done with my driveway i put a little bit of salt down between my side door and the driver's side of my car so i can quickly get in and out with a minimal risk of breaking a bone because with my luck i wouldn't just break a bone i get a compound fracture which would then become gangrenous that's the way my body rolls what can i say so so far we've had suggestions for ice ease shoe covers ice E-E-Z-E, shoe covers, Neos, N-E-O-S, shoe covers, Yak Tracks, Y-A-K-T-R-A-X. These are worn by Tim Wenger when he runs in the middle of the street with non-reflective clothing in the middle of the night. Um, We've also got uh, Creepers, which would be appropriate for somebody who we all know, Josh, and um, Stable Icers. Stable Icers, S-T-A-B-I-L-I-C-E-R-S. So this is one of those days where you can actually help your fellow listeners. What do you wear on your shoes in weather like this to give you traction? And I feel like I need to ask you guys this because, uh, well, Mrs. Nerd last night, see, she's prepared for anything. She has so much in her purse. She should go on Let's Make a Deal you know, whatever this show is where, okay, reach into your purse. Can you pull out the space shuttle? Well, there it is, the space. Congratulations. You can ask her for anything, and she's got it in her purse. And then, of course, I always bitch at her about how big her purse is, and she says, well, you're the one who always needs stuff from it, and I immediately shut up. So what is it that you wear on the bottom of your shoes, and, and would you recommend it? Uh, to the rest of us, because think about the people who are letter carriers, who are uh, DoorDash people, Uber Eats people. Think about the people who deliver for FedEx, UPS. Um, I don't know if your companies give you anything or if you're on your own to buy them, but uh, this these are some really, really good suggestions. Also, are you still out of power? If so, where 
are you? And do you have any inclination, any idea when you are going to be put back online? Those of you who had a nasty slip and fall, you want to call in and lament your fate. But just if it happened at a business or someplace, don't give me the business name because then I'll be involved in some way, shape, or form in your litigious uh, situation, which, uh, frankly, I could do without at this point in my life. So these are some of the things we're talking about. Oh, um, have your have you uh, come close to being nailed by uh, flying ice from a vehicle uh, at all over the past uh, day or so? 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. If we have continued interest in this, I'll continue it. If we don't, then I'll move on to something else. But uh, clearly, uh, we have some interest in it. So I'd suggest you call, though, so I know w- which way I should proceed heading into the 4 o'clock hour because I want to be relevant to you. Um, but it's like, I don't want to beat something into the ground, but if it's something you guys want to talk about, I don't want to leave it if you guys want to talk about it. And uh, it stays like this when it's 22 with a wind chill significantly lower that you, uh, you, do you play the game? Okay. Do I have enough gasoline to last until it gets warmer? And uh, sadly, I've reached the conclusion I do not have enough gasoline to last until Sunday, and I'm not going to return the Kia to Transit Town Kia with an empty gas tank. That's classless. They gave it to me full. They're going to get it back from me full. That's one of the ways uh, that you can really um, uh, aggravate a sponsor is uh, give them the feeling that it's totally a one-way relationship. I don't know. It's just... Call me old school, but somebody gives you something full, you return it full. And that's just the way it's supposed to be. It is, uh, I mean, they gave me the car to drive for free, so why not? Um, I'm getting another one soon. That's going to wait until after the uh, situation. If you're just joining us and you missed the beginning of the show, um, this was long expected. uh, But I'm going to be off uh, starting Wednesday of next week. But give me credit. I did work two consecutive five-day weeks. I think there should be an Odyssey medal for me for doing that. Um, but uh, this procedure, it's going to be rather delicate, but it's in um, very good hands and it has nothing to do with uh, with the heart. So, you know, just it, it'll it'll all be fine, hopefully. And hopefully I'll get plenty of awesome drugs. Um, it is uh, three coming up on 357 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey, Josh, I was just thinking they should let me do a show after they've given me propofil. Because that show would be awesome. Because at least I think I'm the funniest person in the world on propofil and hospital fentanyl. Not the crap on the street, but the medically administered stuff. I think somebody should record me doing a monologue then. Could you imagine how many bleeps I would have to edit into that? Um, It would be, frankly, incalculable. Incalculable. But if you ever notice when you're coming out of anesthesia... You think you're the funniest person who's ever walked the face of the earth. And then later on, you're told, yeah, you really kind of made an ass of yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm used to it. <laughs> Been doing it for a long time. Anyway, uh, gang, here's the deal. Um, what we do the rest of the show, or the next hour actually, depends on whether or not we stack up a bunch of phone calls at the beginning of the 4 o'clock hour to talk about all this ice stuff. And if that has run its course, then I'll switch to something else. But I don't think it's run its course. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. I don't know. The important thing is whatever I do is something in which you're going to find some interest on News Radio 930 WBEN. Do drive carefully because there's still ice flying all over the place.